Alrighty, folks, we are back. Uppercut episode 11. Um, before we get into the review of the uh, Nunez versus Pena 2 card, we just want to shout out um, some Uppercut alumni who came on and interviewed uh, with us. First off, Connor Matthews, you know, he took a beating and he lost, but holy fuck, that guy is a chin. That was insane. Just the fact that that went to the decision was impressive because he took a ton of punishment. Um, he's an absolute warrior. And it, it was a pleasure to watch him fight. Hopefully he can, uh, you know, come back from this. I'm sure he will. He's a fucking, he's a dog, as Jeff says. And then next, Billy Goff. Billy Goff got a fucking huge dub. Um, he got kicked right in the head, and I thought it was over for him. He looked like he was out on his feet. And then he, com- or he was actually on the canvas. So he looked like he was done for. And he, you know, he pulled it out, and he got a massive TKO win. Hopefully he gets that contract. We're thinking he might, but as of right now, it is, uh, 9.51 uh, p.m., so we don't know yet, but hopefully Billy Goff uh, gets that contract. But, yeah, so we're going to get into the review. Uh, I'm here with Mikey and Jeff, as always. Starting off, first fight, uh, Blood Diamond. It was kind of a shitty fight, let's just be honest. Uh, not that super interesting. Um, Jeff, what did you think about this fight? Dude, Blood Diamond, you might have the worst fight IQ I've ever <laughs> seen. I've never seen someone look like he they sniff glue before they run out there on their in the cage, but dude, this dude Blood Diamond looked crazy. He dude. throws with absolute power, but yeah. what the fuck, man? Dude, Bloody D throws horrifically. He's like throwing himself all around the ring. He's off balance. It, he kind of reminded me of uh, Stoltzfus with the lack of balance, but just it was a little tough to watch. Uh, Mikey, what did you think about this? Dude, his pace was terrible. <laughs> he gassed out immediately. First round gas out. Dude, fucking Koski. I mean, every little fucking thing that Blood Diamond got going with his kickboxing, Koski just shut down and took it to his own game. He controlled the pace the whole fight. I mean, it, yeah, it might have went to decision, but I think we all knew who the winner was. Yeah. Yeah, no, it just really wasn't that interesting of a fight. Uh, Blood Diamond didn't look that great. But uh, next fight, Nikolay. Oh man, Neg Neg Marenu. <laughs> I I still haven't learned how to say that. Versus Ihor Potiera. Um, this one was a tough KO. I was thinking maybe we uh ride the Ukrainian, but that did not uh suffice for us. Nikolay looked really strong. He's a fucking animal. He just was a lot bigger and threw a lot harder. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> dude, time out. <laughs> dude, don't you see that shit? Yes. <laughs> Dude, he killed him. Dude, I think he actually I... killed that man, dude. Jeff said I've never seen someone look like <laughs> he sniffed glue. <laughs> he sniffed glue before he put the octagon. Wait, what what's Dana? What's Dana saying to him? Dude, prank your fucking sign, Billy Gold. <laughs> Who the fuck is Dana gonna sign now? Dude, he ruined Dude, that sniffing glue comment, dude, took me the fuck out. I couldn't stop. <laughs> the uppercut, the uppercut. Oh, it was an uppercut? Let's fucking go. Ooh, was it? Dude, by the frosted tips? Come yeah, fuck on. Fuck you. If you have frosted tips, you... <laughs> Oh my god. Um <laughs> fuck. All right, Jeff. Jeff, what were your thoughts on this one? This was an absolute. 
<laughs> I zoned out. Sorry, I was watching the replay of that shit again, dog. That shit was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Jeff, what did you think about this shit? Yeah, that was an absolute fucking brutal knee by fucking Nikolai. He is an absolute animal coming out of Romania. He looked massive, too, for his size. Um, Mikey, what did you think about this one? Well, Ihor to start out with was the first person, and he lost, obviously, but the first person I've ever heard say he was going to quote-unquote liquidate his fucking <laughs> opponent. Holy shit. Who the fuck is saying that? But yeah, is Nikol- his second language as well, so that's a big fucking word to just throw out there <laughs> correctly, too. It's impressive. Yeah, but uh, Nikolai, I mean, he came in and fucking dominated. He is, I, I think he's on like four, like a four or five fight win streak with two or three finishes. I mean... He had 20 more strikes, two more takedowns, and that motherfucker Ehor looked gassed. I don't know if you guys noticed how gassed yeah. he looked. Like, he looked like uh, that Herbert Burns fight we were talking about. He just looked like he was ready to quit. Yeah, yeah he definitely uh, did not have the stamina you would have expected from him. And, um, yeah, I think Nikolai is definitely going to be a name to look out for because he looked really, really sharp in this fight. Next fight, Jocelyn Edwards versus uh, Gion Kim. This fight was so frustrating to me because Ji-Yoon Kim could have won and she just did not attack. Like she was too, um, like she just waited back a little bit too much. And she, if she had pressed forward towards the end, especially like her strikes were landing against Jocelyn Edwards towards the end. She like got her timing right. And she looked really, really sharp. She just didn't press. And you could hear her uh, coaches yelling to press and she just was not. And I think that's what cost her the fight, which was unfortunate because I thought she could have gotten it done in the closing minute and a half of the uh, third round. So it was a little bit disheartening to see, but Jocelyn Edwards, of course, won via split decision. Um, Jeff, what did you think about that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I couldn't see this fight going any other way. It was going to be a war like every other Jocelyn Edwards fight. She throws, honestly, a lot and super precise. It's, Mm. It's, she's super tough, but, she just, I don't think she has the power to knock someone, like, really clean out like that anymore, at least. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because she's putting together a nice win streak, but those knockouts are what really get you to the, uh, like, to the top, you know. And I, I don't know what's next for her. I'm sure, I mean, she obviously won, so she's going to have another fight coming up. But hopefully she can get into the rankings. I'm not sure if she will, but she just doesn't really have that sort of, like, uh, flashiness to her fight style that like draws a lot of attention mikey did you have any thoughts on this one uh yeah just to tag along with what you two said i think she just had so much output she didn't give kim a chance because i noted it she had 33 strikes landed round one 34 round two and then 34 round three so she like yeah. didn't give kim a fucking chance yeah like, yeah like jeff said her output was just insane yeah and she she didn't even look that tired so she definitely has great cardio i just Maybe if she could get some more like power, you know, to knock people out, she maybe she'd rise a little bit more. But I mean, she still got the win. She's she's got a nice little win streak going, and uh, be aware of her because she's definitely going to be around for a while. Next fight: Michael Morales versus Adam Fuggett. Um, this was just a brutal KO because uh, Adam Fugit's uh, mouth guard came out, so he just took a lot of unprotected shots. Like he took some knees, some punches. And he did not have a mouth guard in, so I'm sure his, his chompers were fucked probably. Um, it was just tough to watch, but Morales looks very, very sharp. He's very young, and he's already got four, he's already 14-0, and he's like 
what, like 23 years old, something like that. He's extremely young and he just looks really, really good. Um, yeah, it was, it was a fun fight to watch because although Adam looked pretty sharp, uh, you just could kind of, I was just waiting for Morales to KO him and it happened. So, uh, Jeff, what did you think about that one? Yeah. Michael Morales, he's fucking crazy, dude. I love this guy. Oh shit. Pause. Billy golf. Just got a contract. Let's fucking go. Shout out. Billy Shouts golf, to golf. Let's fucking go. Let's go. We're live reacting to the Dana White contender series results. Billy Goff, our boy, just got a got a contract. It looks like um Waldo. Shout out Waldo. He had a fucking brutal KO. Let's see if uh Sweet Fire Marshall. You think Fire Marshall gets one? You know what? Fuck Fire Marshall. <laughs> yeah, fuck him, dude. Record that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Fire Marshall. <laughs> fuck him, dude. <laughs> if you want to interview though, Fire Marshall, we'd love to have you on. But uh <laughs> Connor Matthews uh, <laughs> lost to Fire Marshall, so of course we're on the camp of Connor Matthews. Oh yeah, Fire Marshall ends up with a contract. We're gonna live react to this Dana White contender series, a little live feed action for you, never before heard on the Uppercut podcast. Next one, does this guy get one? I think oh, he does. Man. Is Andrew Tate going to get a contract? Yeah, Brazilian Andrew <laughs> Tate. He knocked the shit out of that guy Ross, though. Yeah, this was a crazy top G beaten. Wait, let's talk about the Dana White contender series real quick in the middle of this. Um, the It was nuts. There were so many KOs. It was the complete opposite of the last week where Dana got all pissed about it. Um, he came in it said, with his... Joe Pfeiffer. Yeah, exactly. He got, Dana, Body bags. He's all trend out right now. He came into the locker room and he gave him a... Oh, he got a contract. But yeah, he gave him a crazy speech because he's handing out contracts and there was a ton of KOs. I'm sure there's one more contract. It's probably going to be the final... That guy's yeah. on so much fucking TRT right now, dude. He's yeah. fucking pumped. Dude, Dan- yeah, let's let's put this out here. Dana is fucking roided, dude. I don't know what he's on. HGH, <laughs> TRT, Tran, whatever, but he is fucking roided up. And there dude, you just go. Gave out five like he just gave out five contracts. Wow. So congratulations to Billy Goff, Billy the Kid, as he's known in that one YouTube video. Um, <laughs> that's not his actual f- fight name. But yeah, shout out Billy Goff. Great fucking win. Uh, let's bring it back to the... Um, Morales versus fuck it fight. Um, I think we covered that pretty well. Let's actually go to Jakar Close versus Rafa Garcia. This was just an absolute war. Garcia would not go down, even though Close was hitting him with some good shots. Um, Close ended up winning by unanimous decision, and then he called out El Kakui, Tony Ferguson. So that would be a fun fight to watch. Although I think Tony Ferguson's probably above Close, so I don't know if you'll even listen to him. But yeah, it was a pretty interesting fight. Jeff, did you have anything on this? Yeah, it was a pretty decent fight. Jakar Close looks pretty damn good. That Kukui fight's kind of interesting, honestly. I like kind of for like a tune-up for like Tony Ferguson, but yeah. there's not really any such thing as a tune-up fight in MMA. So who knows? Yeah, I don't know if that'll happen. Uh, Mikey, do you think that Tony Ferguson fight's happening? Uh, one, I don't, I'm not sure if it is or not, but one thing I liked is I watched the interview where he explained it, and he said he ran into Tony Ferguson in a bar. And oh. Tony Ferguson was like, are you the guy with the Michigan tat? And Jakar was like, you know who the fuck I am. And then basically Jakar said he wants him to remember who the fuck he is by like pummeling his fucking ass in the octagon. All right. All right so, so now Tony... I want this fight. Yeah, me too. Because first off, Tony Ferguson has so much CTE. There's no way he's going to fucking remember <laughs> that. So you got to give him a break. Like the guy's been fighting for his entire life. He's completely beat up. Like, how is he going to remember that? But yeah, no, I want to see that fight happen. I kind of want to see uh, 
Tony beat up Close for that because it's a little uh, tough to watch when the young when the youngins get you know a little bit chirpy. Next fight: Hamdi Abdul Wahab versus Dante Mays. This was a fucking banger, dude. Th- these guys threw down. Yeah. Uh, Hamdi is fucking massive. That boy, Hamdi, dog. Holy dude, shit, Hamdi dude, is dope. He is so big and just. Dude, he throws so much torque in his fucking punches. Everything yeah. just came out with like a fucking cannon shot. I cannot that believe it was ridiculous. I cannot believe that Dontel stayed awake for this because Hamdi was throwing some fucking shots. I mean, they both were, and Maze looked really, really good. But I agree with you, Jeff. Hamdi is an absolute dog. He was fucking massive. He's got he's got a great heavyweight body for the UFC. I can't wait to see him fight more he's just a fucking a killer mikey are you as big a hamdi fan as jeff and i uh yes and one thing that was really impressed me too is that he beat a guy who had four ufc fights and two ufc wins in his first ufc fight and he did it on a 12-day notice so you can't fucking beat that yeah it's impressive it really is he's just an absolute killer next fight drew dober versus rafael alves this was one of the rare body shot KOs, which, you know, we'll get into later, but it, I guess, wasn't so rare for this card because it happened again. But Drew Dober, he just got him with a body shot and Alves dropped. Jeff, can you go into why, like, a body shot drops you like it does? Yeah, because once you get a knuckle in between those fucking ribs, that's when all hell breaks loose because that's <laughs> all fucking cartilage and hell. And fucking it hurts like shit when you fucking hit it. It's just yeah. it's absolute like you're a dunion once you get hit in that in the ribs or yeah. or like in that kick we see later that liver shot absolute done. You literally get knocked out if you get hit in the liver. Yeah, exactly. The liver. It, there's just no way for you to like do anything. You crumble immediately and you're done. Mikey, what do you think about this fight? Did you guys fucking see Rafael Alves in round two do the Michael Jackson bad impersonation and and tuck all those punches? And that was fucking insane. That was even though he he hit him with the fucking hee hee and still got (laughs) fucking smacked in the fucking floating rib. It was one of the rare instances too where you see Drew Dober win, but then he goes out and gives him a lot of props at the end. Like he gave a lot of props, Alves. Yeah, yeah, you got to respect. Alves was a fucking showman. I'll yeah, give for him sure. that. Yeah, exactly. And uh that'll get you some that'll get you somewhere. Um, next fight, Alex Morano versus Matthew Semmelsberger. You know, we were riding Matthew, but his eye was fucked, dude. Uh he ended up cheating his eye test. If you watched, they had their fingers over his swollen eye or his good eye rather, and they held up like two fingers to his swollen eye to see if he could see. And if you watch closely, he looks over with his uh good eye to see the fingers. So he clearly could not see. Shout out Brian Sutterer on YouTube for that information because I watched his video and they sh- he broke that down. Um, yeah, both of these guys are absolute fucking warriors. But yeah, Murano won by unanimous decision and rightfully so. He just pieced up Semmelsberger pretty well. Uh, it was tough to watch, but yeah, these guys are fucking absolute dogs. It was a great fight. Jeff, how do you feel about Matthew taking the L? Yeah, dude, Matthew, he, he got his shit beat. Not gonna lie, no doubt about that one. His yeah. fucking eye was terrible looking, but he came out with some pretty interesting, unorthodox fucking strikes. So that yeah. was pretty entertaining from old semi to Jedi. 
Yeah, his strikes were his hair personified. It was very unorthodox. It was a little weird, but you know, it was it was definitely very interesting. Mikey, how did you feel about this fight? Uh, I think Murano just played him perfectly. He played chess with him. Like every time Semmelsberger tried to start his fucking pace, start throwing, he just would throw one blow back and disrupt his whole flow. Like he was just, he was flat out just playing with him. But Semmelsberger did show a lot of heart, so can't yeah. say that. Exactly. Um, next fight. Magomed Ankalaya versus Anthony Smith. Unfortunate KO of Anthony Smith. So he didn't end up fracturing his leg, even though in the beginning, it, like at the end of the fight, they thought he did. Uh, I thought he, he did. I, I heard, I, I thought it came out that he didn't, but we'll fact check that. Maybe he did. I think I think they said after the fight that he did not. Dana, they, they said the uh, x-rays were negative for a fracture. It is broken. Oh, it is? Never yeah, I think it is. Yep, broken ankle. Damn it. All right. Headed for surgery. Damn it. So, yeah, Anthony Smith broke his ankle, and he still fought and threw kicks and stuff and still managed to <clears> – <throat> I mean, he ended up getting KO'd, but he fucking – it wasn't right after he broke his ankle. He still was in there. If I if I remember correctly, he actually went to the uh, corner. He got cornered and then came back and still kept fighting, even though he had broken had a broken anchor, ankle. So, um, it wasn't the usual Magomed Ankalaya fight where it was super boring. It was a pretty interesting fight. And, uh, yeah, it was just tough to watch because we love Anthony Smith, and uh, it was a tough hell to watch him take. Uh, Jeff, how did you feel about that fight? Yeah, he he lived up to his Lionheart nickname, but, yeah, Makhmed Ankalaev looks fucking crazy, dude. Uh, dude, I don't know how you deny him the fucking number one contendership now. I yeah, don't know he's... how you deny him the Yuri fight. No, he's really sharp. Um, Even though I want Jan to get it, I, I don't know. You just need new blood in there, I feel like. Yeah. And Jan, I, I don't know. I feel like he might need a fight with Glover, get that one back. Yeah. While these two duke it out. It's definitely up in the air. It's going to be hard to, hard to say what ends up happening, but I, I obviously want Jan to get it, but who knows. Mikey, do you have any thoughts on the Jan Lahova situation? Yes. Listen to this. All right. You guys hear this? A little bit. That is motherfucking Dana White's ringtone, dude. That's the Dagestan national anthem. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you guys. I called it last week. This motherfucker is KGB. How in the fuck? Like, I agree. Magomed, super talented. This motherfucker, Anthony Smith, is known for being one of the toughest guys in the UFC. He goes in and breaks his ankle. Breaks his ankle. (laughs) Yeah. And then fucking Dana at the end of the fight just says, no fracture. That's it. That's all he says. Okay, I wasn't this tripping. I thought he setup. said no fracture. Yeah, it is a setup. Fuck this, dude. He did say no fracture, but then it confirmed apparently it's a fracture now. I think it's all well, fucking set up. Well, this he dude also Dana said, has been on some shit. Yeah. Let's be for real. He, said he Pena, also said that, yeah. Yeah, he said Pena had to get fucking surgery, and she was like, no, I just need the stitches. I'm fine. I think Dana and the other owner might be in some kind of fucking cahoots with like Russian oligarchs and owe them money for gambling or some shit and they're throwing fights because this well, is you, fucking crazy. You know the story yeah. of the UFC is he got chased out of Boston by old Whitey Bulger and then and then met up with the other guys who were from Texas who had mob affiliations, I guess. Um, hopefully I don't get whacked for saying that. But yeah, so it was you know, he's a, he's a little bit of a, of a uh, sketchy guy. But yeah, it was a tough fight to watch. Yeah, Lionheart lived up to his name, but Magomed was just better. Next fight, Alexandre Pantoja versus Alex Perez. I'll admit, I zoned out for this fight, so I missed it. Jeff, can you fill me in? 
Yeah, Pantoja fucking, he battled through a fucking hard battle, and he fucking got that back like a goddamn backpack, man. Standing, I'm pretty sure it was standing where Naked Choke, am, am I right? Like he said, shakes his head yes. So. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was on his back, rear naked choke. Yeah, him. he got a fucking mean rear naked choke on him. Dang, Mikey, how do you feel about? I, it? Um, I think, like I said last week, I think we saw a little bit of rust off Perez too. He just looked slow. Like his, he was throwing back, but his reactions weren't really good, and he had no answer. Once Pantoja got on his back, I mean, he had no answer at all. Yeah. Um, he looks yeah, rusty. I can definitely say I saw this one fucking coming. Pantoja, he's a fucking animal. I mean, people really look past him because he's that lighter weight, but he's he's a fucking – he's something to not miss. You can't really miss his fights, dude. He puts it on. <clears throat> yeah, he definitely is a uh, up-and-comer. I mean, not an up-and-comer. He fought, you know, in like the fourth fight or fifth fight of the uh, card. So he's definitely known. But, yeah, I, I can see how people uh, – you know, disregard him because he's a flyweight, but some the flyweights are the most technical and just interesting to watch fighters, in my opinion, because they're so technical and they throw so fast. The next fight, this was just an unfortunate stoppage. Derek Lewis versus uh, Sergey Pav- Pavlovich. Um, it's easy to say in hindsight and with review that this was a bad stoppage, but in the moment, you know, it's harder to judge. Uh, I think like, Clearly, Derek Lewis, he got he took a tough shot and he looked like he was in pain, but he snapped right up and was fine. It's a lot easier to sit on my couch and say that was a tough call than it is to be a ref in the shit, you know, getting getting yelled at from the crowd and all that and then make that call. So it was just tough. But for those of you that didn't see it, Derek Lewis, he was KO'd controversially with 55 seconds into the first round by Sergey. It looked like he didn't actually get knocked out. I don't think he did. And he was up and ready to go, but the ref called it pretty quickly. Jeff, do you feel that this was a good call? What do you think about this? Yeah, I think that was way too fucking early. Honestly, Derek Lewis like got up comically fucking quick. Dude. Yeah, it was, <laughs> he was, it was ridiculous. He was out for like, it was kinda to prove a point. Like, <laughs> when I watched that replay, I didn't know if my eyes were fucking with me or if they just fucking <laughs> or if they like sped up the footage or something. But he literally like he glitched and popped up. It was he got so up funny. Ridiculously quick. It was impressive. And he's also like two hundred something pounds and that man moved up quickly. So it was it was definitely uh comically quick is a good way of putting it. Mikey, did you feel that the stoppage was fine? Yeah, I I'm on the other side. I think it was good. I think from the rest point of view, because he kind of just went like I know it was super fast, but he like face planted and went limp for like two seconds. And I mean from a rest point of view they're just supposed to stop the fight so no one gets hurt. And it looked like to me he was going to get his head beat in right after that. Yeah, that's fair. With hindsight it's and instant replay, it's really, really easy to say that, uh, you know, this was a bad call. But, I mean, I thought it was a quick call, like, irregardless. But, yeah, no, it's just easier to say with hindsight, like I said, um, to, that it was a quick call. Okay, so next fight, Brandon Moreno versus Kai Car France. This was the body kick KO that we were alluding to before. Really tough to see Kai Car France end up losing, especially because it, he looked like he was actually getting together a couple of rounds uh, with the like the tail end of the second and the third. 
he looked like he was getting some stuff done and he looked pretty sharp. Uh, it was just tough to see him go down like that. But, you know, Brandon Moreno is an absolute fucking dog. A lot of people underestimate him. Just I don't know why, but he's one of the nicest guys in MMA. That might have something to do with it, but he's an absolute fucking killer. So, I mean, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. I'm sure Kai will be back. He already said he would be. Um, he looked sharp, too. I mean, like Jeff said, those liver kicks and punches, they just put you out. There's nothing you can do. It's uh, It was just tough to see because I know we were all pulling for Kai to get this dub. Jeff, how did you feel about that? Yeah, that fucking kick was brutal, dude. It was nuts. That was one of the sweetest knockouts I've seen in a while. Yeah. That, just that fucking giga liver kick. We haven't seen that in a while. I mean, last time we saw Giga, he got his ass whooped. So we haven't seen that shit in a minute. Just to pull it out on a fucking absolute live dog in that absolute fucking dog fight in fucking Kai Curve fans, that shit was crazy. Yeah. Brandon Moreno, dude, he's so fucking good. He is. Like, honestly, I'm kind of hyped up for the fourth fight. Dude. Not going to lie. Yeah, it was funny because it looked like he was going to talk some shit, and then and then Davidson was right there, and they just sort of like yeah, that was super some respectful awkward shit I've ever seen. Honestly. Yeah, Figueroa <laughs> lost some points. He lost some points in my book from that. That was, I mean, he was calling him a crybaby bitch motherfucker and shit all well, before that. What was it? Their second fight, I think he was saying all that shit, and well, then like yeah. that was just weird. But yeah, Ariel, Ariel Hawani had a good point. Like it looked like. Davidson was ready to say some shit, but then Brandon Moreno was like all respectful and was like, my daughter's watching. Um, I want to be a respectful fighter. So then you, you could, and I saw it too. Like I agree with Ariel when he was saying this, like you could see Davidson go from like, he was going to say some shit to like being all respectful. So I think that's why he switched. I don't know if he deserves getting the points off. might've been Brandon. Cause it's just too nice. Um, but yeah, cause he was just like, yeah, my daughter, and uh, I want to be a respectful fighter for her and all this. And it was just a really awkward interaction. Um, didn't om- They almost didn't let Davidson into the ring at the end because they like didn't know who he was, even though he was carrying a fucking UFC belt on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. They like checked him at the door. Like, first off, they've shown him like 58 fucking times in the, in the cut scenes, like him sitting there and it says like Davidson Figueredo and then he get booed. And then you still don't fucking let him in. Like, how do you not know who your guys are? It was sort of funny. But yeah, it was just a really awkward situation. I agree with you, Mike. He was just fucking weird. Dude, it, that gave me the most immense flashbacks to when Overeem kicked fucking Brock Lesnar in his liver. And like, <laughs> dude, that was yeah. such a long time ago. It was like yeah. the same exact fucking scenario. Yeah. No it was doubt. crazy. Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, I thought I you were saying something. Oh, you're agreeing? All right. Next fight. Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes. This was very one-sided, although Juliana came in towards the end and uh, definitely made it a little bit exciting. She had some, you know, submission attempts that I thought might actually do it because she's very unorthodox in her submission attempts, and that's kind of what how she got the dub over Nunez last time. But, yeah, Nunez just showed out. She, she just beat up Juliana, and she ended up winning via unanimous decision like we kind of figured she would. Yeah, Jeff, I know you had Pena in this, so how'd you feel about that? Yeah, I'm a fucking stooge, honestly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> going against fucking Amanda Nunes, that's what I deserve. But, dude, Juliana's a fucking badass, dude. 
is. Yes. Dude. Absolute warrior. I can't believe she fucking battled through that fucking cut on her head. It was deep. It was tough. Yeah, and dude, she was still fucking throwing at the end. And she was throwing up fucking crazy submission attempts. Mm-hmm. Dude, I just, I don't know what's next for her. And I really hope the fucking, we get a Valentina fucking trilogy next for so Amanda. Excited. I'm so excited. I, I really hope, I think that's what we're getting. I really hope for it. Valentina versus Amanda is fucking dope. But Mikey, Julie's trying to get that, get that ran back. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Jeff, do you think she deserves um, a trilogy? Because they're one and one. Know. Yeah, I mean, she did give her the fucking rematch when she lost her belt, so. It is fair. Is, I there, mean, is there really much else to do at that weight? No, there's not. So it would be it would either be Nunez going, wait, is it up or down to Shevchenko? Is it, I think down. it's down. Yeah, going down. Down, to, yep. down to Shevchenko or staying. Shevchenko and, going up. Yeah, I think it's or, Shevchenko going up. It's like yeah, it would thing be Shevchenko going up. All right, so yeah, so it's either Shevchenko going up or Pena Trilogy. Mikey, do you think you want the Trilogy or Shevchenko going down? Or up, rather. I, I think it's more deserving to Pena, but I think the way more exciting draw and definitely getting more fans would be the Trilogy with Shevchenko because Shevchenko could very easily beat her and be double champ. So I think that'll sell more tickets and that'll be what's happening. But I think Pena deserves it more. I don't know. I really want to see that Shevchenko fight. And I think, uh, again, Ariel Hawani said, like, this is the time to do it. And I sort of agree because say she gets that trilogy and Juliana, Juliana Pena wins. Um, I'm not sure if I really want to watch a Juliana Pena versus Shevchenko fight. I more want to watch the two that are at the top of their game, consider the goats and their respective weight classes. And as just women fighters in general, I want to see those two go at it and I want to see what happens. Jeff, do you have a preference? Yeah, like when I get to the fucking women's division at that at the upper one forty five, one thirty five weight class, one fifty five, I just think like there's like four horsemen for it. Yeah, and two of them aren't even in the fucking UFC. So you have fucking old Chris Cyborg, you got Kayla Harrison in PFL. And then you got fucking Amanda and Shevchenko. So you might as well make the fucking matchup while you can with Amanda and Shevchenko. And yeah. hopefully we can see Cyborg and Kayla Harrison. Little cross promotion shit dope. with the PFL and Bellator. But yeah, I just I just want to see the best fights while these fighters are active. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Juliana Pena fight can happen a little bit later. I think the Shevchenko have, fight should happen sooner while they're still at the top uh we're just going to be previewing the ufc fight night santos versus hill we're not going to go through every fight we're just going to go through the ones we know because we've realized it's probably boring for you guys to hear us say we don't know so uh yeah just starting off we just wanted to highlight jason witt versus joss quinlan jason witt uh is supposed to be coming on for an interview so stay tuned for that unfortunately it looks like his match might have been canceled possibly due to a pd issue with josh quinlan but don't quote us on that um but it looks like he may be canceled so we don't know if that fight's happening but yeah, shout out Jason Witt. Next one, Brian Battle versus Takashi Sato. I don't know much about either of these guys, but Jeff's shaking his head. How do you feel about Brian Battle? Yeah, Brian Battle's an absolute dog. He's the only person to beat our boy Petrovsky. He beat him in the Ultimate Fighter last year. He, Yeah, he is the champion of the Ultimate Fighter last year. He's switching weight right now. What is he going up, I think? 
down. He's fighting Foster? at welterweight. He's I don't going know if down. He's going up. Yeah, he's going down. I think. Oh yep, definitely down. Yeah, so he's going down in weight. He already looked fucking pretty big at welterweight. He was long as dog shit already. So <laughs> I'm assuming this is going to be a fucking fucking lights out performance for fucking O'Brien battle because he Mike. is an absolute dog. <laughs> there you go, Mikey. Uh, Jeff, you literally hit every fucking point I was going to say. <laughs> he's going down in weight, and he's already long for his weight class. I think he has a five-inch height advantage and a four-inch reach against this guy, and he's a little naturally heavier. So, yeah, I think clear advantage yeah, for Brian Battle. Fucked. He just keeps rolling. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> you boys sold me on this one. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, next fight, Terrence McKinney versus Eric Gonzalez. I'm a big Terrence McKinney fan. He's a lanky motherfucker. He gets shit done. I'm a, I like him a lot. He might wait. He might possibly come on as well. No promises on that one, though. Maybe. Um, Jeff, do you like Terrence McKinney? Yeah, Terrence McKinney is an absolute dog. If you watch MMA, you can't not like Terrence McKinney. I mean, exactly. how many first round fucking finishes has he had? Like five in the past, like six fights. It's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, he's an <laughs> another absolute dog. <laughs> Mikey, when I checked this morning, he's coming in at minus a thousand. There's fucking, yeah. there's a reason. I mean, this <laughs> yeah. this isn't he's, even going to be close. It's I wish he's he would have fought like a higher ranked opponent this fight. Honestly, yeah, like he, I didn't expect him to be back. I think he took this short notice because he's back quick as fuck. I wish he would have fought like a fucking. Honestly, dude, if Hangman would have let him make that jump that would have been sweet old mm-hmm. Dan Hangman Hooker and Terrence McKinney I just kind of wish he would have fought someone better it looks like he's hovering around the minus a thousand to minus 900 so you're not getting a lot of value yeah that's anymore. sickening uh, another <laughs> yeah. good thing about him too I mean he's not fighting like you said Dan Hooker caliber talent but he's 27 he's got plenty of time to do yeah, that no this doubt. is just another stepping stone for him yeah and uh so yeah that brings us to our next fight smiling Sam Alvey versus Mikhail Alexichuk, shout out Poland. Um, it's going to be a great fight. Obviously, we're pulling for the Polak because uh, you know that's it's it's blood right there. Jeff, I know you're pulling for the boy. How, do you think he has a good chance? Yeah, I mean, smiling Sam, he's probably the nicest UFC fighter to ever grace the fucking UFC. There you I go. mean, you've never seen him or the back of his head without a fucking smile on their face. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, on the other hand. He's only here because he is a company man. He's lost eight in a fucking row. <laughs> this is a end to a fucking, uh, I don't know how you can call his career, but yeah, he beat Rashad <laughs> Evans. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Mikey, do you feel the same way? I hate Sam Alvey, and let me tell you why. I'm going to use a little fucking analogy here, and it might be a little bit of a stretch, but can you imagine if during the fucking Industrial Revolution, that fucking someone opposed them starting unions when kids are working in factories. If this motherfucker is in with these fighters, he's around these fighters all the time, and he's opposing a fucking fighters union. He's a bootlicker. Don't like him. Hope he gets dropped. <laughs> wait, get it, get it. Wait, wait, get into this more. What, what is this coming from? Did he oppose so a uh, union? He public, yeah, he publicly opposes the fighters union. Like he's not for Dude. it, and his reasoning was fucking stupid. What was his reasoning? So, his reasoning was basically he thinks like McGregor like can pull all his fights. You know, he gets paid more than other guys. He thinks that should stay that way and fighters shouldn't get paid the same. He thinks guys that bust their balls and win fights shouldn't make as much as McGregor, even though they're fighting good. He thinks it should stay the way it is. Everyone should keep getting paid shitty. Everyone should basically be a contractor. He's a fucking rat. 
Don't like him. Dang, that's tough. I mean, I don't know enough to argue about any of that, but uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. So, well, let's pull for the poll. I mean, then. you don't keep getting the fucking UFC contract after eight losses for no reason. Fair. Dana knows what he's doing. <laughs> he does. Uh, next fight, <clears throat> Ariane Lipsky versus Priscilla Cachoeira. I'd probably butchered that. I'm sorry. Uh, Priscilla is what did you say, Mikey, the zombie or something like that? She takes yeah. a lot of punishment. She takes a ton of a significant head strikes and just keeps pushing. Um, I, I like watching her fight. She throws and gets hit, and uh, she's a brawler. Honestly, don't know much about Ariane Lipsky, but I'm excited for this fight. I, I like watching Priscilla fight. Jeff, do you know anything about these ladies? Yeah, I can't really. When was Priscilla's last fight? Um, I, I'll check that while you talk. Um, yeah, because I can't really recall these two, but I, I feel like I definitely have heard of Priscilla. And Priscilla, I, I, Priscilla fought uh, February 26th on the Makachev versus Green fight night card. Yeah. She got a win over yeah. uh, Ji Young Kim, I think, who fought last week. Yeah, yep. She fought jo- uh, Jocelyn Edwards, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, she was an absolute dog. I remember that now. Yeah, yeah she's going to go out there and put on. I feel like she might just fucking, it's going to be like a Volkanovski fucking Korean zombie type beating. <laughs> uh, Mikey? I'm going to take Lipsky because she just, she throws some fucking bombs. And when she wins, she throws them in high volume. And I just, I can't take someone whose game plan is to eat blows and hope for the best. Fair. So I, I would roll with Lipsky. Fair. Um, next fight, Augusto Sakai versus Sergey Spivach. I personally don't know anything about these guys, but Jeff, I think you do. Yeah, Sergey's an absolute dog, dude. <laughs> He's fucking ridiculous. Um, Mikey? Yeah, and one thing I noted too is that uh, Sakai has not shown up on any big stage yet. He's like he's lost to Ty Rosenstruck and Alistair. His last three losses. Spivox beat Greg Hardy. He's beat Alexi Olenek, and I think he beat Vandera too. So he shows up when it matters. Sakai doesn't. So I, I'd say we'll see that again. I'm sure. Mm. Okay. Next fight: Mohamed Usman versus Zach Pauga. This is uh Kamaro Usman's younger brother, older brother. I think older, honestly. I know he's way bigger. but He's 33, yeah. so how old is Kamaru? I think ooh, around that age. Doesn't matter. It's his brother. I think 31. And, um, but yeah, fighting um, Kamaru Usman's brother, um, Muhammad Usman. I'm excited for this fight. Muhammad Usman's a heavyweight, and he can fucking throw. Um, but he comes in at the plus 200 underdog, maybe worth sprinkling a little bit of money on him. But yeah, he's fighting Zach Pauga. Uh, Jeff, do you have anything on this fight? Yeah, this is the tough finale. And dude, I really like Usman too. I watched some of his PFL fights when he was fighting on PFL and he is an absolute tank, dude. He's (laughs) fucking scary. Just imagine a heavyweight Usman and there you go. I'm excited. Mikey? Yeah, and Pago's pretty sharp, too. I, I think maybe his sharp strikes will make up for his reach disadvantage, but like you guys said, Usman's not bad either. So I, I, it seems like a pick to me. I don't know why it's, like you said, plus 200, minus whatever. Yeah. Co-main event, Vicente Luque versus Jeff Neal. Jeff Neal is fucking built for his uh, height. They're only welterweights. I'm really excited for this fight. Vicente Luque comes in as, as the favorite, but 
but it's close to a pick 'em. It's minus 180 and plus 155 for Jeff Neal. Uh, I'm just really excited for these fight. Both these guys can absolutely throw, and it's just going to be an awesome fight. Jeff, are you as excited as I am? Yeah, I'm pumped for fucking Vicente Luque. He was on a fucking crazy streak till fucking old law fucking boring remember the shit they name fucking <laughs> held him for fucking five four rounds five rounds what i mean <laughs> dude whatever the fuck it was dude that shit blew me see now balaz got me all jumbled because he pisses me to fuck off but yeah i am ready for vicente luke to go out there and give him absolute banging after that frustrating bullshit that happened last fight all I can say to that is, wow, I've never seen you that. Uh, yeah, that I'm, I hate Bilal Muhammad, <laughs> if you do not know that. <laughs> I, did not, I didn't know that. This is new territory for us. <laughs> Bilal Muhammad, number one enemy for old Jeff here. Jesus, all right. <laughs> Jeff Jeff really hates Bilal Muhammad, noted. Um, Mikey, do you have as much uh, animosity to Bilal as Jeff does? No, I think you guys know who I hate. I think we've established yeah. just this episode. Sam Alvey, Bilal Muhammad, <laughs> fuck them too. Yeah, we, so we got our, we got our, we kind of have our hate list we going. Got our hates, ops. Yeah, we got our <laughs> ops. Jeff hates Bilal Muhammad. Uh, Mikey hates smiling Sam and KG or Dajistani fighters, and then I hate grappling. So we really got, we really got our bases covered. Um, <laughs> you know, I will admit, I started watching Tough, and I am liking grappling a little bit more now that I'm watching them train, but. That's no excuse. I'm still not a huge fan of like wrestle only matches. I like watching motherfuckers get beat up. But um, well, yeah, better that's... not watch fucking Bilal. <laughs> <laughs> we struck quite the nerve. We we struck <laughs> Jeff's nerve, dude. He's pissed. Oh my. Um, I've never seen him react like this. Uh, okay. Main event of the night: Tiago Santos versus Jamal Hill. I'm fucking excited. Jamal Hill is an absolute killer. Santos is also an absolute killer. These guys are fucking massive. They're both light heavyweights. I just can't wait to watch this happen. Jeff, are you excited? Yeah, I'm fucking pumped. Uh, dude, Jamal Hill, they don't want to... <coughs> Not bad. Jamal Hill's been on an absolute crazy streak, dude. Since fucking getting his arms snapped in half by fucking Paul Craig, dude. He's been going off. He made fucking Johnny Walker look like a goddamn inflatable two-man last fight. Dude, I hope he goes out there and absolutely obliterates Tiago Santos. But I'm scared we're going to see a fucking gun-shied Tiago try to barely edge out a decision like his Johnny Walker fight. Yeah, that would kind of be a pain. Mikey, do you feel the same way? That's exactly what I thought, too. I'm, I'm thinking Tiago stays back to the cage, just tries to pick him apart. I, I hope Jamal Hill doesn't let him get away with it. Because I'd like Three to see Jamal Hill win. The bullshit, though. <laughs> Jamal Hill's got a huge opportunity here, too, because Reiki just hurt. If I'm, Yeah, he got hurt versus Jan. Anthony Smith yep. obviously just went down. So in front of him, he's got Paul Craig, Ozdemir, Dominic Reyes, and then Santos. So he's got a huge chance to make a jump into the top five this week. And he showed last fight that he is a main event guy. So, I mean, yeah. we really can see the start of fucking something real great here. Yeah, so it's definitely going to be an interesting fight. Um, it has a lot of implications, like you guys mentioned. And, uh, yeah, no, this is going to be an interesting card. I'm excited to learn more about these fighters and uh, just watch some fights. I feel like the uh, Dana White Contender Series really pumped me up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to watch some fucking blood. I'm ready to see him spar. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening and be on the lookout. We have another couple of interviews coming up soon with some pro fighters. So 
yeah, be on the lookout. It's going to be really, really good stuff. So uh, thank you all for listening.